Dumelang. Welcome to African Women Arise as we continue in our study on the character of God and specifically looking at God's righteousness and justice. And yesterday we said these two words are not concepts, they are not constructs, they are not arbitrary truths, but instead they are a person. I'm going to do something new that we're going to be doing every week. Um, And I would like to read a passage to you that unpacks what I mean when, in fact, the Bible says (laughs) righteousness and justice is found in a person. I'm going to invite you to get comfortable. You may be driving somewhere. I would like you to drive carefully, (laughs) Uh, to drive being aware, um, but maybe take this time to listen at the same time. If you are at home just doing mindless things in the house, um, I'd like you to maybe take a minute, you know, grab your couch or if you don't have a couch, grab the floor uh, and maybe make yourself Uh, a a cup of tea or or pour yourself a glass of water Uh, if you are walking um, just put your earphones in your ears and listen carefully and listen attentively if you are at work maybe use your lunchtime break just to go into the quiet space in the cafeteria or go outside the building and listen to these words. If you are maybe busy with uh, the children at home and it's quite hectic and they're screaming and all those things, you might maybe want to wait till they are sleeping in the evening or maybe tomorrow morning. And if maybe there's too many people in the house and there's not enough room uh, to listen, Uh, maybe just wait uh, for a moment where you can either go uh, somewhere or maybe uh, find a room to hide in uh, just to have a place of quietness and rest. Uh, Because I, I really find that this passage is just such an eye-opener and it is full of depth it is full of breadth it is full of um just the the embodiment of righteousness and justice in a person i will begin reading and after i read i will close i'm reading from isaiah And I'm reading from Isaiah chapter 53. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised 
and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin... He will see his offspring and prolong his days and will be the Lord and and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant will justify many. And I repeat, by his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great and he will divide the spoils with the strong. That's us. Because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. Amen. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. And so, I ask you, is righteousness and justice a person? In a fallen world, in a broken world, a dysfunctional world, a world that is functioning not according to its manual. A manual that does not need another clever PowerPoint presentation. A world that does not need another another clever quote in LinkedIn. A world that does not need another perfect picture on Instagram. A world that needs a person to right the wrongs and justify the many. 
I pray that the Lord will help you to answer this question. Is righteousness a person? Is justice a person? And if so, have you experienced righteousness and justice?